Welcome to Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast, a conversation with church leaders for church leaders. I'm John McGee. I'm in the studio all by myself today. I'm back from a 10-week sabbatical and wanted to just hop in for a second and give you a couple thoughts. While I was on my sabbatical, I thought a lot about kind of my last 25 years of ministry. I thought a lot about kind of the future. And I kept coming back to these ideas of uh, kind of motive and about faithfulness. And one day I was, I was sitting in a hammock uh, on the beach, which is kind of like the most sabbatical thing you could possibly do. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and God brings this verse to mind. And it was a verse that and a passage that I remember reading 28 years ago. I was in Atlanta. I was uh, on the way to uh, Eastern Europe for a mission trip, and I was on my way to pick up my brother who was going to spend a couple days with me, and then we were going to go uh, together. And I had this little pocket New Testament. It was only the New Testament. It was this little, I remember, it was little and red. And I'm on the MARTA train. I'm going into the airport to uh, pick up my brother and I re, I'm reading through Hebrews uh, 11, pretty famous passage, and I get to about kind of 35, and I'm reading, and I was just kind of caught off guard, uh, I guess would be uh, a way uh, to say that. So we can pick it up in, in, in 35, Hebrews 11:35 says this, there were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two and they were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. In verse 38, and this was, uh, this is what just kind of knocked me off. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in the desert and in mountains, living in caves and holes in the ground. The, these people, scripture records, the, the author of Hebrews says, the world was not worthy of them. And I remember kind of at that moment going, you know, God, I can be like these guys that are all listed uh, above this passage, uh, all, all these household names. This really is kind of the Israel um, Mount Rushmore. You've got Abraham, you've got Isaac and Jacob, you've got Joseph and Moses and, and David, all, all the, big, the big names. But there's this other group here that we don't know who their names are, and they lived a life of faith as well. They lived a life of faith and faithfulness. And I remember here I was in my early 20s going, that, that's who I want to be. I, I felt like I was standing in kind of this, this crossroads. And um, one would be to kind of chase a platform like a Moses or like a David or like a Joseph. Or there was this life of faithfulness that, that could kind of, you know, end up in some of the same ways that, that Moses or a David did. But it also had the shot of ending in a life of obscurity that no one even knew my name to record it uh, anywhere. And I remember at that moment anyway going, you know, God, that's, that's really what I want to be about. I want to live a life of faith and faithfulness. And I want my motive not to be to chase any type of platform. I, I want it to be um, marked by someone who just wakes up every single day and is trying to be faithful and live a life of faith. And so th there that was, you know, 28 years ago. And here I was um, today getting ready for the next season of ministry. And God brought that back to mind. And the, the thought I had this time um, is, I, is I kind of re-looked at that passage and, and thought about uh, that verse again was that so oftentimes as, as humans, especially as Christians, we look to uh, other people to understand what it looks like to do whatever it is that we want to do. If I you know, wanted to be an athlete, I would follow 
Um, I would follow athletes on Instagram and do what they do. Or if I wanted to uh, pick up a skill or something like that, I would follow others. And as Christians, a lot of times we're looking at people, many of them who have very, very big platforms. They're the ones that write the books. They're the ones that have the podcast. They are the ones that have lots and lots of Instagram followers. They are the senior pastor, not just a pastor. They're the senior pastor. And they're not just a senior pastor. They're a senior pastor of a very large church, right? Or they're the CEO. And that's who we see. Those are the names that kind of are recorded. And so those are the guys that we would look at. Those are the men and women that we hold up as Christians, as those who are being faithful, and, and many of them are. Uh, many of them are, are worthy of, of being emulated. They have things uh, to teach us. But that's not the only model. That's not the only model of a life of faith, of a belief that, that God is, is good, that he is real, that eternity is very, very long. And this side of eternity is short. And we're to, we're to live for Christ in light of how long eternity is. Uh, that, that, that's what uh, a life of faithfulness could be. Now, it could be that you know, we're a Moses and, and God uses us in really, really big, public, profound ways. If that's kind of what God has for you, you should do that. And you should do that with everything you have. But if not, just because you don't have many other examples to point to doesn't mean that you're not doing the right thing, that you're not being faithful. And so what I tried to recalibrate my heart around um, this summer, I would, uh, was, was just this idea, uh, this idea of being faithful this idea of making sure that my motives were to uh, please God and not try to be recognized. I imagine kind of giving my, my heart and, and, and soul an MRI every, every day. I would wake up and I would think about the fruits of the spirit. I think about the qualifications of leadership and just, just as if I was in a giant MRI machine. And it's like anything that showed up that was unsettling, I just tried to deal with. And this is one of the ones that came back to me. It's, you could say again, you could say significance. So it's for me, it shows up on my strengths finder uh, is significance, which the upside of that is man, I want to do things that are significant. I want to do, um, I want to do something that matters. I want to attach myself to something that's going to have eternal impact. I don't want to waste my life and my time. The downside of that kind of wiring and that gifting, which a lot of leaders have, is that you chase significance. And so just this summer in my own heart, I tried to recalibrate. I wanted to make sure that um, I was living a life of faithfulness a life uh, of faith, that my motives were pure. Because really, what at the end of the day, I would, just, I would just love it if God thought of me as someone that the world was not worthy of. Whether anyone else knew my name, I, I just, I was faithful. And I, and I want that for you. And I want to remind you uh, that that is the goal. The goal is not platform. It's not to be well-known. It's not significance. It is a life of faith. And so if that's you, keep going. I want you to know that uh, you are probably one of those people that God kind of holds in high regard. Uh, you don't have book deals, but God knows who you are. He sees you. And in many respects, the, the world is not worthy to have you uh, here. And you won't be here long. You'll be, you'll be home. And if you've gotten confused and have forgotten about uh, which way is up, uh, I just want to remind you that we will always need big names. But there's this other group here that, that seem really, really special to God. These are the people that the world was not worthy of. And they lived a life of faith. They lived a life of faithfulness. And in many ways, obscurity. But God held them in very high regard. Those are who we want to be. That's, that's true north. We can set our compass there and then live our lives uh, accordingly.
Thanks for letting me share for a few minutes. We will be back soon with more episodes. If there's things that you would love us to cover, things you would love us to uh, dive into, please email us at clp at watermark.org, clp at watermark.org. And we look forward to talking to you next time.